Thank you for tuning in and welcome back to The Conquer Approach. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube to my YouTube channel. This helps me reach more people with these positive and empowering messages. This episode is filled with a beautiful story and an approach to mindset when it comes to being successful with my good friend, Chris Luna. Chris Luna is a multifamily real estate investment expert and the host of the highly successful podcast on the come up with his extensive experience. He has helped numerous real estate investors achieve financial success by creating millions of dollars in cash flow and appreciation. Chris is known as a highly sought after leader in the real estate industry and offers busy professionals guidance on multifamily investing from how to communicate with brokers, underwriting deals, raising money from investors, all to achieving millionaire status uh, in his journey to success. Chris is on a mission to educate 1,000 real estate investors to acquire $500 million in multifamily deals by 2026. And in this episode, uh, we talked to him. He's a brilliant mind. We talked to him a lot about what inspired him to become an entrepreneur, the way to view failure in a powerful and effective way that promotes your growth. We talk about overcoming self-doubt, how to be consistent, the importance of having support and a team to help you on your journey to success, and how to really start taking the effective actions to become successful. He's very successful in real estate, but we tap into the mindset behind success with him today. Let's jump into the episode. Probably the, the negative chatter in their own head, you know, the, the, the feeling of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, or it could be the chatter of other people around them. Like, why is he doing this? What's the point? All that type of stuff. So just other people's opinions. Um, I think people stop in business when they don't see results right away. The first and best victory is to conquer self. Welcome to the Conquer Approach, a journey of self-mastery to cultivate our faith, mindset, wellness, and to allow our light to shine upon the world. Brought to you by me, your host, faithful believer, U.S. Navy submarine veteran and coach, Musa Mikhail. Let's conquer. All right. Thank you, Chris, for joining me on the Conquer Approach. Uh, it's such a pleasure to have you, man. You're such a, a brilliant man and such a great, successful businessman. And uh, I'm super excited to get in this conversation to talk about mindset and, and kind of your journey on how you uh, started where you were, you were and how you developed into this uh, extremely successful, growth-minded entrepreneur. Um, but thank you and welcome. Welcome to the show, man. Well, thank you for having me. It's, a, it's always a pleasure to connect with like-minded individuals, people who are doing things. So it's, a, it's an honor to be here. Thank you. No, honor is mine, man. And I'm, I'm super inspired by everything you've accomplished thus far and just seeing the potential and just in where the direction you're going uh, even with the podcast, like on the come up and, and you really embody that the way you live and the way you're constantly learning and uh, achieving uh, new skills and, and goals. And, and it's such an inspiration to most people, because honestly, most people want change. Most people want a better life. Most people want financial freedom and they do these things, but they, they don't really know how and they don't know how to really change their mindset to really achieve those things. So I want to talk a little bit about you and, and a little bit about the beginning and how, how did you end up on this entrepreneurial journey? Uh, and, and tell us a little bit about the background on, on how you ended up where you're at now. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, going back to when I was a little child, I I always was a little business owner. I used to like wholesale chocolate bars and soda. I'd go and buy them like up the street from this little old lady. And then I'd go and sell them to my friends. So that's when I realized that like, you know, back then I'd probably make a quarter or a dollar, but I realized, huh, I can doing this. So I was always like this little hustler. I had a little uh, lawnmower. People don't know this about me. I had this little lawnmower business. Me and my brother would go around the neighborhood and put signs on people's doors and we'd try and get clients and, and mow their lawns. And we probably got like one or two, but hey, it was a start. Uh, so that was that's kind of like my, my upbringing. I was always just this young little hustler. But uh, when I got to college, I broke my phone. And when you break your phone, you don't want to tell your parents because you're embarrassed. You know, you're like, they're going to be mad at you. What are you going to do? So I went on Amazon, picked up, I think it was an iPhone 3G. I needed to fix the screen because I broke it. And I did that. And I learned, okay, if I could fix my own screen, I can fix other people's screens. So post-college, I started a business, iGeeks iPhone Repair. I ran that business for 10 years, uh, solo one-man shop, and I made a lot of money. And I took that money and I put it into real estate. I was still living very frugally. I didn't have the stuff I have now these days. I was I was Ubering everywhere. I didn't have a car for three years. I was very just like conservative with my money. Um, and that business went well. Eventually, I closed it down. I went all in on real estate, and now I'm I'm all in. But that's that's kind of been my progression on a high level of how I got into real estate eventually. But I've always had the entrepreneur like mindset. I knew I wanted to be a business owner. I think it stemmed back from the Hotel Dell, which is right behind me. I worked there, and I remember there was this manager there who was just a little rough on some of the employees. And I was I was a food runner. Not too many people know this about me. I was a food runner and I just, I hustled and I worked hard. I made my hundred bucks and I got out of there. And I was like, every time I left there, I was like, I don't want to go back. So what can I do to, to get out of this kind of nine to five, this kind of uh, employee mindset? And so I started the cell phone repair business and, and that's when, you know, my whole business adventure started. I like that that you mentioned that because I appreciate you sharing that because a lot of people think, or they might see you now and think you're just this extremely successful real estate uh, entrepreneur, uh, and you are, but it, it started somewhere, right? It, it was a progression. You, you maybe uh, had attempts and failed or just learned a lot about uh, yourself and what you wanted to live like, uh, and, and you had to become that person that could sustain the level of success that you have now. Uh, and that's something I want to talk a little bit about because. Uh, some people don't don't know how to get started, right? They they might be discouraged to start that first business because it's a it's a one man shop, or uh, it may sound silly, uh, me doing something small. But but the experience you probably gained from just having a business, uh, and then the self confidence that came with that of having your own business, even if it it was just you, even if it was a challenge, and the and the challenges that come about that. How did you? navigate some of those self-confidence challenges early on in your businesses? Yeah, that's a good question. I would say by by trial and error, uh, a lot of just doing and failing over and over. Michael Jordan has this quote. I think it's like, I don't know what the quote is, but I think he's like, I failed over, you know, I've missed over 23 game winning shots. I failed over and over again. And that's why I succeed. I, I've totally botched the quote, but he talks about failure and always like just getting back up and trying again. 
and I've failed a lot of times, you know, you're right. People do see like the real estate and the stuff I'm doing now, but what I actually enjoy sharing the most um, and I'm going to start sharing more of are, are the failures, the things that have went wrong in business, the, the relationships that have went wrong. Um, that's the learning point that I, I think a lot of people will resonate with and kind of that's what's going to help other people so they don't make those same mistakes I made. Uh, it, isn't, isn't that kind of like a paradox in a way? Because most people don't start because they're afraid of failing or yeah. looking silly or, or, or not being accepted. Yep. but how how do you feel about the necessity of those failures into growth and to becoming who you are now? Yeah, I think it, it's, um, there's a, a word going around lately. I think it's like fortitude, right? It's like the, the hardening of like just who you are, your beingness, like who you become through those failures. Uh, it really builds the character and and the grit and like who you need to become to get to where you're going. And, um, you know, I've been doing some, some transformational work and that type of stuff. I'm sure we'll dive into that. Uh, but that's been very helpful for me to get in front of this camera and I'm not perfect, but at least I know I'm moving in the right direction. I'm feeling like I can communicate and be less nervous, uh, still get nervous every time I hop on zoom calls or whatever, but I'm becoming more comfortable with myself. And I think that's opened up a new pathway for me to communicate with others, which ultimately will have an impact on those around me and those who hear my message. Hey, man, you're not the only one. I still get nervous every time I jump on a call with someone. And, uh, you know, I, I think about that stuff, the, the, little, the little bits of self-doubt. Uh, if I'm, if I'm going to mess it up or if I'm going to look dumb, if I'm going to mispronounce something or whatever the case is, you know, I think that's, that's a normal part. And I love uh, Lewis Howes said, I would just listen to one of his books, uh, taking imperfect action. Yes. It's like setting a goal and taking imperfect action. And that was one of the things I struggled with a lot starting out. Uh, did you have similar struggles with like perfectionism? And, and if, if you're talking to someone right now who's, who's afraid to, to do something because it, it might not look perfect, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I just did a long blog post about this, but like everything on my set is like, it's what you see now. But if you rewind back to April, 2022, it's just me in my office with my phone, like no lighting. It's like dark in there. And I'm just filming these videos and I'm like, oh, this stuff's bad. Like I can't, I can't, it's just not gonna, I can't post this, but that was okay because I was taking a stepping stone in the right direction. And um, it's almost like Michael Jordan or Kobe Bryant studying their own game film, right? I was studying my tonality. Could I look at the camera in the eye? Uh, do Am I saying uh, like, or, or like, or because? And I'm just trying to like get better. And if I'm getting better, then that's a win. And so um, taking those actions, moving in the right direction over time, and then eventually feeling comfortable to, to put that content out. At first, I wouldn't post on Instagram. I would post on TikTok because none of my friends are on TikTok, right? It's that fear of judgment. People don't want to be judged. But once you feel like you have an MVP, a minimum viable product, you know, a little reel you can put out to make an impact, then I think someone should put that out. And often, it'll, you know, it's not going to resonate with everybody. But if you can just get one or two people who resonate with your message over time, that compounds and then those are how you build relationships. And I think, that's, I think that's ultimately what it's about. All this is about 
you know, you're getting out there. The leverage of your time is awesome. I could pull this phone out, film a quick video, blah, 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 put it out into the world. And like a thousand people will see it. A hundred people will see it. That's one other thing. I feel like the metrics people get too caught up. Like how many people are going to watch this video? It doesn't matter. As long as you make change and impact one person, then I think it's worth it. That's huge too. And that, that kind of changes your, your framework on producing the content. Like if you go out to produce this for one person, just to help that one person, you're going to inevitably resonate with one person because you're, you're one-on-one with whoever's looking in the camera and the phone. And then that, you're going to actually end up affecting a lot more than one person because you're, you're focusing on speaking to one person. And every time you look at the phone on social media, it's that one person in you, really, like face-to-face. So when you, you change that uh, mentality of, I'm going to help one person, and how do I focus on talking to specifically one person, you end up having a, a much bigger impact. Uh, and I love that you shared that. You, you remind me of a, a quote I listened to about creating anything. And I, I don't remember who said it, but it was like, if you're not embarrassed on your early uh, products or your, your first videos or your first business or whatever, uh, you're, if you're not embarrassed, then you took too long to start. Ooh, and uh, I'm super embarrassed when I go look at my very first videos and <laughs> my setup. It just like I'm just like, ooh, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> uh, so it, it it's kind of comforting, but I I battled a lot with that. Just like, how do I not look bad? Mm-hmm. And that really stops a lot of people from even getting started. Yeah, you yeah. know. And uh, what what in in your business and and, and just in your life in general because you are success. What was like the biggest challenge with your mindset that had to shift for you to become successful? Oh, okay. I think um, in my early days, I thought I had to do everything myself. You know, I saw my mom and my dad go to work. They came home, but they worked really hard and, and they did a lot of things themselves. They didn't have a lot of people around them. Uh so maybe that shaped who I was, but when I was when I was younger in my 20s, I, I did everything myself. And what I'm realizing now is I'm seeing more success when I get other like-minded people around me. Even if I, I do something 100%, if someone could do something 70 to 80% of how I would do it, well, then that took away from that task and that time and that effort I had to do. And I can do other high um, valuable things for my business, such as this, you know, like someone can't replace me coming on camera and talking here to you. Like this has to be me, me going to an event to meet people face to face. I have to do that. Um, but if I can outsource someone to create some of my content, uh, edit it, post it and those types of things, well then now I can scale and get my time back and go and do things. So once I started to trust, that's the key word, trust that other people can help me in areas that I wanted to expand. Well, now I'm seeing my business grow. Um, so I would say that's the key thing is being able to trust that others will get the job done. That and is I guess, huge. I guess that starts with me too. Uh, yesterday I realized that I need to have like, I can't just expect someone to know what to do. I have to tell them like, Hey, like this is what's expected. I need this done, this done, and and not to be like scared to like hold people accountable. I wanted to I wanted to talk to you a little bit about something that has been heavy on my mind and and my 
uh, discovery was the the self doubt that withholds me from doing a lot of things or or just believing sometimes that uh, I can do certain things. Uh, and as an entrepreneur, you know, I'm I'm not sure if you've dealt with similar issues, but uh, did you have a time where you just stopped yourself from taking action, past or present, because of a level of self-doubt? I think recently I was golfing with Ryan Pineda. This was June 2022. And I had been filming content for maybe two or three months, posting it on TikTok. And I kind of was like, okay, I'm seeing a little bit of traction, no big deal. But then I just stopped for a few months. And I think it was... I don't know. It was a limiting belief that like my message didn't matter. Um, it was a, a limiting belief that I wasn't making an impact. Why am I doing this? What's the point? Uh, and I, I didn't have, because I was posting on TikTok and I didn't have any of my friends or audience there, no one was seeing it. So I didn't feel seen or heard. I was just posting the post. It wasn't until January or February 2023 that I start posting on where my friends could see me. And then I got the positive feedback from it. And that positive feedback loop was like, oh, this is working. People like this. So uh, yeah, I would say once my friends were supporting me, then it, it made sense. And, and um, the positive feedback loop was like, oh, keep doing this. This is working. This is good. This is making an impact. So yeah. How, how important would you say it is for someone to have that type of support system? Whether it's it's, you know, select few, uh, family or friends. I, I know sometimes friends and family might not be the most supportive, uh, and you have to expand yourself to put yourself in an environment of people who are doing those things, like you putting yourself uh, rubbing shoulders with people like Ryan Pineda, Grant Cardone, those those people who are, you know, showing you how it really is to be uh, success in your area. How important would you say to someone who's beginning their journey to develop a strong support system? Support's where it's at because uh, like people could be there to catch you if you're going to fall. If you're going to fall, you're going to fail. We already talked about that. You're going to fail. It's going to happen. But to have people pick you up or catch you so that you get back up and you stay on the path, that's what it's all about. So. Having um, a support system could be, you know, it could be your dog. Your, your dog is there for you, right? It's unconditional love, always there for you. My little puppy, or my, I call him a puppy. He looks like a puppy. My little dog, Scout, like, he is my support system to an extent. You know, he he's always there for me. He shows up, always friendly, always happy, inspiring me. And that's how a support system should be. They should be like dogs, you know, always there for you unconditionally, Um on the good days, on the bad days, just consistent. And mm. it's hard. You're right. Back to your other point. Um, it's hard uh, when you feel like family and friends don't support you because you would expect the friends and family to support you the most, but it's often that they don't support you. And sometimes it could be because it could be jealousy. It could be uh, maybe they, their programming is like, they're like, why is he doing that? Why is he putting himself out there? And for me, it was always like, okay, I can make an impact. I see my mentors doing it. I'm going to try this. And uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it's interesting because some people, if they're not doing this work, if they don't have a growth mind uh, mindset, they'll project their fears and insecurity onto you. Uh, and if you're not aware and conscious of it, you start believing in their fears and doubts. Mm -hmm. uh, and it, it could be a big, you know, stopper in a lot of action because you know, if, if you, if all you heard was like, why are you going to go do that? Why are you going to go start a business? Why don't you just stay at your good job or whatever the case is? You might let, you, you might water those seeds in your mind and, and it start to build more doubt and more doubt. And then there you go. And now you take five, 10, 20, 30 years down the road and you never started that thing you should have been doing, right? Like if you would have waited five more years to start making your content, your podcast, your videos and doing those things, like, I can't even imagine where you're going to be in the next five years now that you started already and you're, you're doing amazing and, and making amazing content uh, for everyone out there. Subscribe to, the, to Chris's podcast on the come up and on Instagram. I'll have everything linked. Uh, so just a quick plug for that because yeah, I, love, I love what you're doing. Uh, and and we, we talked a little bit about it and, and you mentioned it, that failure is going to happen. And, it, and, and it's about embracing failure, I think, is one of the biggest challenges a lot of us face. What was, uh, what was one of the biggest failures you had? And how did you turn that into a lesson or success? Yeah, I, I don't like talking about this one, but I know I need to. And um, yeah, this is good. So uh, you froze on the screen, but it's okay. I don't know why. I'm just going to start looking at the camera, which is probably better for the audience. Um, the biggest failure, in my opinion, was a catalyst for me to, to grow into what people see right now. Um, and the failure was November 2022. I went for an $18 million deal, which is a big deal for me. I somehow beat like 10 other offers. I got it under contract. And I was like, man, I'm going to close this thing. Got very tough. Interest rates went up in real estate, as people know. Uh, investors got scared. They didn't want to put money into deals because there was uncertainty in the market. So this was the first time I had never, I didn't close the deal. So I lost some money in that deal. And um, I lost an earnest money deposit. And it was a sizable amount. Luckily, they gave me some back, about half of it back. But it was a big hit to me. Um, not the financial thing didn't bug me. Money's money. It's abundant. It's everywhere. I knew I could go and get more. That's always been my mindset. So it wasn't the money. It was the the ego and the rep. I felt like my reputation was going to be tarnished as like this guy who's not a closer. But what came of all that is the catalyst for what people see now. So that was, uh, I don't know, six or seven months ago. When that happened, I said, okay, I don't want this to happen to anyone else. So. I'm going to start producing social media content. I'm going to teach people education. I'm going to get people's attention. And from there, I can teach people, hey, maybe don't go hard on an earnest money deposit early on in an interest rate environment like this. So I took a negative, turned it into a positive. It forced me to say, okay, I don't really have anyone's attention. I'm going to have to go and create a podcast, create content, do all this stuff so I can start educating people. And that's kind of what I'm moving towards. I'm moving towards an education business in real estate, and then also Luna Capital, which raises money to do deals. So that little thing right there, it hurt. I was like, I had to sit down and just like take it all in, 
did some breath work that same night. I didn't lose, I lost that deal. And uh, I'm so much happier now. I'm happy that happened. I think I needed it. Yeah, and it's probably when it was happening, you probably didn't want it to be happening. It probably was not comfortable. No, I was embarrassed, man. I was like, dude, this is like my reputation. But everything happens for a reason. And it's it truly is the reason why I started creating content was that moment. Yeah, and I think that's something that people miss out on. They they do their best, including me. I, I To avoid failure, you just take no action. Nothing, if you don't do anything, you won't fail. Yeah. But when you're, when you're doing big things, when you're dealing with large real estate, when you're making great things happen, when you're putting great content out there, like there, there will be a failure uh, and finding the lesson into it. And, and that is one of the things that helps us transform into who we need to become to sustain bigger and better things. Now you can take on probably bigger challenges uh, with a little bit more confidence because you got through that. And, and now you're even doing uh, something where you're helping other people learn how to do business and make less mistakes than you. But I, I love that aspect that you're, you're embracing failure at this point and it even catapulted you into doing something uh, more and better and just helping people in a different way. Uh, and how, how, is, how has that changed your attitude on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for all that. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up about it. It's made me more uh, like, I don't know. Like, I've always chased money. My Like, when I was younger, I thought that was everything. And it's important. You know, you got to have money to do things. But I think in my 20s, that was the focus. And now I've kind of flipped the switch. It's more about purpose. Why? How many people can I impact? Because I, I have, I, every, a lot, everyone has like a nice uh, runway on the rest of their lives. If you're 20, 30, 40, whatever, even if you're 60, you have, there's things you can do in, in just a small amount of time, right? Uh, so my, my point with all that is at any point, you can just decide, make a decision to, to change your life and, and like what you want to do, who you want to be. Um, you know, I did a lot of partying in my twenties, which was fun, but looking back on it, probably not the best, you know, best route for me, but Hey, you know, those, I could look at it like that, or I could look at it as like, that made me who I am and, and like who I'm trying to become. I'm like, okay, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be how I was in my twenties. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, it's huge too, man. Cause now it's, now you're looking at it and it's like, who are you becoming? And the past is what it is at this point, you know, whether you like it or not, it happened. And how can I take that and utilize it in a positive way to who I want to become right now and tomorrow? And you know, I think that's super powerful, man, because I think, I think our attitude towards it is extremely important. But you mentioned something that I want to touch on is like the why, like the purpose. Because there's a lot of mechanisms to make a lot of money and money is important. I'm not disagreeing there, but it, I think the big question is why? And, and why do you think that a lot of people in, in general quit or in business fail and then stop uh, and, and stop pursuing their dreams? Yeah, I think there's two things. Well, there's plenty of things, but the first thing is, probably the the negative chatter in their own head 
you know, the, the, the feeling of I'm not good enough, I'm not worthy enough, or it could be the chatter of other people around them. Like, why is he doing this? What's the point? All that type of stuff. So just other people's opinions. Um, I think people stop in business when they don't see results right away, but you know, that's the, I think the wrong approach. You gotta, you gotta keep showing up every day, even when you don't see results, even with content creation, if you're getting, you know, five views, 10 views, 20 views, hundred views, doesn't matter. You gotta keep showing up. And that's what I actually learned through this journey is my consistency builds trust in others. If I'm able to show up on someone's social media page every day, an investor may see that as, okay, this guy keeps showing up. Every day, I got to see his face. Every day. So what's that mean? Okay, maybe if a business deal is getting a little rough, like he's going to show up for us. He's going to go and talk to the tenants. He's going to go and lease the properties himself. He's going to be a good operator. So I think that consistency, it's, it's a word I really like. I like a lot of words that start with a C, I realize, but um, consistency is one of them. And uh, yeah, in business, you have to be consistent. You have to show up over and over again. And if you do that, I think you're going to win and create win-wins. Yeah, man. I, I think that's that's like the biggest challenge right there. That's like half the battle, right? They say there's like showing up. Yep. You know, even, even if it's like something like you wanting to lose weight, the, the biggest challenging challenge is showing up to the gym or showing up with your tennis shoes or whatever the case is like showing up and then the results over time take care of themselves even if it's something small even if you're you're taking one action today you know if you do that for a year then you're gonna progress a lot and and you, you even mentioned it earlier like that you're making progress you're taking action and you're making progress. And if you make a little bit of progress, 1% progress each day for the next year, two, three, four, five, ten 10 years, like imagine how much uh, progress you would have made over that period of time. And, and, and you don't, your, your results show that, right? Because you didn't just start your business last week. Like you've been taking these actions for a long time. And yeah. now you're reaping a lot of the benefits of that consistent action, right? And now you're, you're, utilizing that and, and showing people the, the same type of results in social media content creation. Uh, and, and I just wanted to ask also, uh, what advice would you give someone who is lacking that confidence to get started on something they, they deeply believe in? Yeah. I would say you need to make the decision. Like you just got to decide, like, that's who I want to become. That's who I want to be. Um, make the decision, find a mentor. A mentor is a, that's what I did. I have a lot of mentors and I've, I paid for these mentors. Grant Cardone, uh, Ryan Pineda, these guys who are at a, a level um, a little higher than me. Like I try and find a mentor who's like five years ahead of me and then one that's like beyond me, 10 years. And then I try and find someone I can train, maybe like an intern. Um, because once you're able to teach stuff, then you really become the, the full package and you, and you kind of see things in a different way when you're teaching. So um, definitely get a mentor, get the right mindset, listen to podcasts like this. Like you're, in, you're inspiring me to like think about how I do my podcast because a lot of this stuff people don't talk about. Like I talk about real estate a lot, but real estate is actually, it's just mindset. Mm-hmm. If you have the right mindset for it, all the stuff we're talking about, if you keep showing up, if you, if you bust through the failures, if you 
you, you do all these things, right? You, de you determine your why. This all can be applied to whatever profession you're in, whether it's real estate, you're a sales guy, marketing, it's all the same stuff, but it starts in your mind. And uh, this is actually opening up a new pathway for me that I don't always have to talk about real estate. I enjoy talking about mindset because I know that is what has led to some of the success uh, I, I'm seeing today. Absolutely. I think everything begins with that at some point, right? And, and, and real estate is your avenue, but because you're a success growth-minded individual, if you really wanted to build a different type of business that was not related to real estate in the same way, you would be able to do it. And you would have the confidence and, and you would have the mindset to take that on with that, I'm going to learn how to do this. And if I fail, I'm going to keep learning. And, and you know, you're not limited in just that, even though that's where your success is at right now, um, right? When you start teaching people and, and you, you expand in that way. And, and if you feel like your, your heart's pulling you in some different direction and you want to open up a different type of business, like you have the, the mentality to take that on. Whereas someone who has never challenged themselves in any, any way in that, that area, they'll be too afraid to even start. But because you have the knowledge that the success principles, uh, if you really, for example, if you wanted to open up, I want to open up a coffee shop. That has nothing to do with what I'm doing right now. But I know for, in order for me to do that, I have to expand my mentality. I have to find a mentor who probably has done it. I have to talk to investors. I have to build different skills in order to create that. Right. And, and it, it all comes down for the belief if you can. Yeah. You know, if, if you believe you can, you will. Right. Like if you didn't believe you could do any of the real estate, you would have never even tried. I wouldn't have taken the first step. Yeah. Yeah. You would have just been doing what you were doing before. You would have been doing what you went to college for. Which was Maybe. pre physical therapy <laughs> at like dental school. It's funny how that works. <laughs> yeah, it has nothing to do with real estate, right? What about for the college students, man? They're in college. They're doing what their parents told them uh, in good faith, believing that's the right to passage in America, which it is important. You know, I'm not downing college uh, completely. <laughs> but uh, what do you tell someone who's just not feeling it in their heart and they, and they want to do something different, but they're in college and they may not have the resources what, what, what should they do? I think the highest leverage on your time and a lot of college students probably have some time if they're not, you know, partying too much and whatnot, but say they had time and they have the internet and they have AI now, I would be using social media to build a personal brand because if you have a personal brand, you can do whatever you want. If you have people's attention and they listen to you, you could you could do anything. You could do whatever you want because people's attention, that is, that's the currency these days. It is. Yeah. But so, you just reminded me of, uh, I find it very fascinating because it, it is, it's the most important thing. That, that's what influence is. Like if, you, if you're able to get the attention of so many people, the more people you get attention of, the more influence you have. This is why they pay celebrities to do commercials and all this stuff. I saw a tweet <laughs> this cracks me up. Elon Musk, he, he tweeted the letter X. <laughs> like, that's it. 
It was yeah. just that letter. I have no idea if he meant anything by it. I don't even know if it was an accident. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he had like, I don't know, like hundreds of thousands of likes and retweets. And like, I was just like mind blown. <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't really have any, like anything else to say about Elon Musk, but I thought that was funny because this guy could literally put anything he wants. And it's because he is the richest man in the world now, he has that kind of influence, but it just shows the power that this man could say whatever he wants. And, and so many people are going to see it. So many yeah. people have his, their eyes on it and he could do whatever. And this is how he can raise millions and millions and millions of dollars to start whatever business he wants, if he wants to, right? Uh, because of that influence. And not to say like, that may be your goal to be like Elon Musk in any way, but it's the principle that if you're getting people's attention, if you're, if you're putting yourself out there uh, and taking those courageous steps, you start to make influence in your area, in your circle, yeah. right? And I just shared a post. It's like, we're all leaders in some facet where you're leading the people around you, whether you think about it or not. You're either leading them to not believe in you or you're leading them to believe in you and trust you and, and, and you know, influence them in some way, hopefully positive. Absolutely. You know? I love that. That's so on point, everything you just said there. Yeah, man. And uh, we're wrapping up here. And uh, I'm going to have all your stuff shared because I, I think you're, you're just an inspiration to everyone um, and that it's, it's never too late and you don't have to have it all figured out to get started. Uh, and a lot of this, this podcast is conquering that mentality that limits us and that's preventing us from having the good things we want in life. Uh, so I want to ask you, what does it mean for you to be a conqueror? Ooh, that's good. Um, well, when I think of the word conquer, I'm just going to go on a tangent here. I, I used to play this game <laughs> called, I think it was called Art, not Art, uh, Age of Empires. You remember that game? I do. I didn't it play was, it, but uh, I know about it. Yeah. Age of Empires is you basically, I'm like a little kid playing this game back in the, when, I, you know, when I was a teen. And the game's about like creating, basically like you have a fortress and you go and conquer other um I guess, tribes and whatnot. But what I remember, I, what I liked about that game is like you have like your little community, right? You have your community and you have people that you're doing things with, whether it's like mining food or you have your little army. But okay, you bring up the word conquer. So I think of that. But I think really conquering is about um, like conquering your your fears and your doubts and your limitations and 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 just becoming who you know you can be. So it's, a, it's almost like a, it's a game you're playing with yourself. Like, can I conquer these fears? Can I, can I be the person I knew I always could be? Um, let's see, what else? Those are, those are powerful, though, because now yeah. you're, you're asking yourself different questions. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're, you're facing a fear, you're not just accepting it. Like, oh, I'm afraid to do it. It's like, well, how can I, over, how can I conquer this fear? Yeah. If I'm afraid to record myself on camera, how do I conquer it? Yeah. You're, if you ask yourself a question, your mind's going to find the answer. And the answer is probably just doing it. And the more you do it, the less fear has its stronghold on you. Yeah. So now I love it, man. I, I love to ask people that question because everyone has a different answer. Yeah, you got me thinking about <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everyone has a different answer, but it's all, you know, in their mind, 
how can how can you become a conqueror? How how what does it mean to conquer something? And and man, you you've conquered a lot of things. I'm sure if you sit down and reflect for a half hour, you're gonna probably have a a, a massive list of things and fears and thoughts. And do, every time I go to the gym, I feel like I conquered that thought of being lazy. And yeah. like you know, and that's another huge thing I inspired by you, man. You're in great shape. Uh, you're like, it's not that you're sacrificing a lot of things to have the success. It's it's all part of of your success like the mentality the the learning the growing the investing you know i i know you invest a lot of resources into learning uh from great people great minds you're taking care of yourself and you're and you're taking those actions so it's it inspires me that you don't have to lose your health in order to achieve wealth yeah and that you can have both Absolutely. I'm happy you noticed that because I do, I do care about my health and my, my mental health is big to me. Um, keeping like just like-minded people around me who, who are supportive, who are pushing me to get better. And, um, you know, I just, I just want people around me to keep leveling up and just keep growing and expanding like every, everything that we, we do in all areas of life. I love it, man. And the greatest gift you can give is your time. So I appreciate you so much for giving, giving me your time here and giving the audience your time. Uh, and I'm sure they got a lot out of it. Where can people and where should people get in contact with you if they want to learn more, if they want to invest, if they want to just connect with you, whatever, where can they reach you at? Well, first of all, thank you for having me because this has like been one of the most enjoyable podcasts I've ever been on. This is very just like fun and natural flowing. Like you're a great host. So thank you. Thank you. Uh, people can find me on Instagram is where I'm most active. Chris J dot Luna. Uh, Chris J dot Luna. The J is just the, the letter J. That's my middle name, James. Um, from there, um, I mean, I'm on everywhere. LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter. But most people just DM me. So, you know, if you're interested in doing real estate deals, real estate education, just find me on Instagram. I'm pretty active there daily. And uh, I'll, I'll respond to the people who reach out to me because... I'm all about community building. So reach out to me anytime. Awesome. I'll have all that shared. And and yes, Chris makes amazing content on the area of real estate. So if you're looking to learn more in that area, follow him, look at his content. But I also want to challenge you to start trying to think the way Chris thinks. And if you have a mentor, not just listening to what they do, but try to see how they think, because that is what led Chris to great success. Uh, and, and I know he's going to help you get to your level of success that you want to get to. Thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate you. I love you, man. And it was so good to have you. Thank you so much, Musa. We'll see you soon. We'll see you in yes. San Diego next. Yes, I'll be coming soon, man. Weather's good now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is all for this episode. Thank you for tuning in. If you found any value in this episode, someone you know will also. Please share subscribe leave a rating and review so we can reach more people have a farther ripple and a larger impact stay grateful i appreciate you and remember you are a conqueror